when everything is seen through the lenses of the Holy Spirit. When everything is seen through the lenses of being connected to God, as he says, apart from me, you can do nothing. Connected to the vine, all things are done. And not only connected to the vine are all things done, all things are fruitful. Good fruit. A good tree cannot produce bad fruit and a bad tree cannot produce good fruit. These teachings, these sayings, these, it depends on what it is to you. Some people, it's just a saying. You don't have a reverence for the Bible for what it is. You don't have a reverence for the word of God for what it means. Whether you were willing to admit it or not, you think it's some form of mythology. But when you were connected to the vine and you see everything through his lenses, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit lenses, as they come to make a home with you because you are a worthy conduit. Why are you a worthy conduit? Because of something you did? Of course not. Because of something God did when he came and changed your rock heart to a flesh one. When Pinocchio became a real boy. If you believe those teachings and you seek him constantly and earnestly, only he knows and you know if when you sought him earnestly, you received the reward even with what you look for in the reward says whether or not you're connected to him. If your rewards have anything to do with this place, this planet, this earth, then you don't know him the way you should. Your spirit does not get rewarded that way. His spirit in your inner being does not reward you with riches for this place. There is no way to do both. Why? Because he said so cannot serve two masters you will love one and hate the other despise the other there's no way to balance it this isn't a yin yang symbol this is a one or the other if you believe and trust him that he will provide for you the way he provides for the birds then you will have what you need what you want will change you will have what you need what you want will change spoiled American Christian culture. This is about seeing through the correct lenses, by being connected to the vine, by loving the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. That being the goal and the motive. None of you do it. None of us do it. Love him with all of it. Oh, you show me somebody who loves him with 70% of their heart soul, mind, and strength. And I'll show you someone everyone hates, despises, is afraid of, insecure when they're around. Because that's how they felt about Jesus. And as we are at 70%, we would be like the prophets, like the apostles, like the disciples, more like Jesus. He is our ultimate role model, King of Kings, Lord of Lords, God walk in the flesh. We know this because we say this, but do we believe this or do we know this? Hope, faith, love, the greatest of these is love. I once hoped for a thing. I once had faith in an idea. And now I love the God, our Father, who created everything 
Jesus Christ, his perfect son, who through all things were made and his Holy Spirit, who helps us to understand these things and to constantly gain wisdom as we are connected to all of them. Three in one. That means you have to get to know who the Father is. You have to get to know who the Son is and who the Holy Spirit is. And that's weeding through a lot of what they are not. These teachings are not mythology. When you earnestly seek Him, you are rewarded with wisdom and understanding of His Word. And when you understand His Word, you're not just reading a book with pages. It's written on your hearts. It explodes from inside of you. You become a spring of living water that will spill onto other people and they will want to have what you have or they will completely reject what they don't believe you have or hope you don't have. We are in a time where everybody is in some form of misery in this ridiculous Sodom and Gomorrah country we live in. Completely given over to sin, chasing things of the world way more than they're chasing God and pretending all along that he's in support of this idea. If you just read, you see he's in absolute mutiny with this idea. That's the reason why Jesus Christ came to be at war with this world. Not to get a like and a love on your Facebook, Instagram pages, TikTok, whatever it is from people that are dead men walking, dead women walking. You are dead in your transgressions and sins before you were made alive in Christ. And instead you want to tickle their earlobes. It's a disgusting time to be what you call a Christian in this country. In an ultimate time to be what we know to be disciples, sons and daughters of God. Walking in that power, capital P. Not the lowercase that gets fed to you on a regular basis. Yes, that's me spitting every time to a notion and idea like that. I'm sick and tired of putting the chains on and giving you some sort of a filter so that you can hear what the voice is. It's a time to make way for the king. It's a time to get rid of the rubble and the mess. It's time to burn off the chaff and what will remain are the real ones. If you can't hear it like this, hear it somewhere else. There's plenty of people that'll tickle your eardrums with an American Christian message that'll help you sleep at night in your false reality trap that you can only live in by not reading and praying and fellowshipping together with the body of Christ. Those of us that do that, that do real church, that don't need a fireworks show besides until a nobody pastor comes out and speeds nothingness from the stage to fill his pockets. Gross. No, those of us that do real church know that it's iron sharpening iron, that we are wrestling his word out in our lives to see if we're living it, to try to be connected to the vine when our eyes open in the morning and keep it that way until they shut at night and dream the lessons that he's trying to teach us. That's what a superhuman disciple would look like. That's what a child of God who knew they were a child of God would look like. Instead of these embarrassing creatures that crawl around on this planet pretending that they know what we know. There's no longer time for this. I don't care if you don't hear it. I don't care if you don't like it. This is how it should sound and should be. It's how it should play out in your heart like a beautiful clarinet. It's the weapon that demolishes strongholds with a convicting message, a real one. You should be convicted. 
it is an embarrassing time to be a Christian in our country because the word doesn't mean the same thing. How could you be a Christian and not a disciple when many people try? A Christian by definition is a follower of Jesus. A disciple is a student of Jesus. So you tell me how you follow Jesus, but don't learn from Jesus. And this is how you know, if you love me, you'll follow my commands. Me and the Father will come make a home with you. And when I send the advocate, you'll understand all these things. But that's if you love him, you'll follow his commands. Not you'll follow his commands until you love him. The top command, the great command is love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, your strength. The second one is like it. Love your neighbor like yourself. Not many people love anyone, including themselves, because they don't love God, because they don't know God. So you go spend your time getting to know God in prayer more than four minutes a day when you're four hours a day on your phone. You go to his word more by getting in prayer first and going to the word for true wisdom, not just to check the box and say you read your Bible today. Because that wasn't reading the word today. Digesting it like the food that it is and go do his work and it will be fruitful. That message is lost on our culture. But it's narrow is the path and few find it. Not wide is the gate. We think as Americans wide is the gate that leads to heaven. That's not what it says God does not claim to be fair, so let's stop trying to make him so, so that we can sleep at night in our false realities that we create as Americans. I can't say we anymore. Take me out of that. That is not a we thing. That is a you thing. And maybe it isn't. But I can no longer include myself in that. The desire of my heart is to be connected to the vine all day, every day. The desire of my heart is to get to know him more so that I could love him more, so that I could blaze like the light he meant me to be in this world that darkness is growing all the time in. For no other reason than to awaken my brothers and sisters and glorify him by our presence in this growing darkness. That is the desire of my heart. I won't lie to you to pretend through false humility not to own that. Some of you need to step your game up and be able to look in the mirror and say that same thing. Hunger and thirst for righteousness and you will be filled. Actually believe what you read. This is a war cry. We are in a war, a spiritual war, and the Christians are the weak ones because they were tricked by C students or failing students of the Bible, teaching people bad theology all the time where you thought weakness was wisdom in your little life groups. It isn't. And it's in for everyone. Some of you hear the message and understand the same thing I do, that it is an embarrassing time to call yourself a Christian in America because it doesn't mean the same thing. And that disciple is more powerful and sons and daughters of God is more powerful. And if you're not those things, then you're not a Christian anyways. It's a war cry because we're in a spiritual war and we don't have many warriors. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, and mind, your strength. Love your neighbor like yourself. Fruits of the Spirit. Connected to the vine. Those alone would lead to where we need to be. But surely you've read them and you hear it all the time from people. Heard it just the other day. 
I've been a Christian a long time, so I know all of this. I can't spit loud enough at that comment. In Isaiah, he says his thinking is higher above ours than the heavens are to the earth. We will never have been a Christian long enough to know all this already. We must learn every day. We must grow in the knowledge of him every day. We must learn to love him more every day. And then maybe we'll be the lights that he says not to hide under a bowl. Until then, it's just some embarrassing routine you go through. Father, I ask you to show us these truths. Let people hear the message of conviction in the way that it should be. Not to deny it. Not to hope that the person on the other end isn't really meaning what he says. Because he couldn't really be that. But that's what it, you meant for us to be. When you said the whole creation waits with eagerness for the children of God to be revealed. What happens when we start showing off out here? It's what you want us to do. I'm not going to hide under a bowl pretending it's wisdom because you told me not to. Let other people do the same, Father. We need as many lights as we can possibly have blazing on a million so they can see the enemy is nothing compared to you. You have not granted us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And if we understood that alone, or at least trusted that you don't lie to us enough, that we believed a scripture like that, that we would be heads held high, confident in these times because you are our perfect father in heaven who loves his children and will give us abundantly more than we can ask or imagine. Let that message spread, Father. In Jesus' amazing name, I pray. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.